Lewis. Glad you're with us. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. And uh, we bring him in now, our good buddy Paul Charchian. Guillotine leagues, and I am hanging on like well, every week, like uh, somebody pries a finger of mine as I'm hanging onto the ledge. They pry the finger back, and I slip a little bit further down, but I'm still in there. I still feel good. Charge, how you been, buddy? You, you are the lowest scoring team in this league by a big margin, and it's going to catch up with you sooner or later. You've had two of what we call near-death experiences where you have finished mm-hmm. second to last. And it's um, it's tricky. You got bailed out last week by Joe Burrow's gigantic game, huge, which yeah. helped you a lot. But you can't keep starting Trey McBride at tight end. That I that's just I you. just I just let him go. I Good. just let him go. Good. So I've got yeah. a waiver bid in right now, and I've got to talk with you after we get uh, after I get off the air today about that. But because uh, there's been a couple of bids I put in, and I forgot to put the escalator in, so I, I got screwed on that stuff. So yeah, Trey McBride uh, sucks. Yeah. So I, I got to get rid of yeah. him. So. All right. Well, you know, you've got an opportunity to start Aaron Rodgers if you want to. Um, I don't know. I could could I take Aaron Rodgers over Joe Burrow? on uh, Joe Burrow's Monday night against the uh, Cleveland Browns. No way. Right? I couldn't. You can't. I mean, it's, you know, you can do what you want with this, but no way would I would right. I do that if I were you. That no, I wouldn't a, either. And, and this yeah. is the other question. I had two questions today coming into the, to our chat was, should I drop Aaron Rodgers? I think he's, I think he might be droppable. You know, given given what you see, so tonight this game's a no go, right? At Buffalo, an elite defense. You know, it feels like all you're all you're hoping for is garbage time touchdowns out of Aaron Rodgers this week. And then I was trying, I was looking, I looked at the schedule a day or so ago. Who do we have after? Who do the Packers have after that? In, um, after Detroit. that, it's Detroit. So that's promising. You would not start him against Dallas, and then you've got Tennessee. Which is a little tricky. You would not start him against Philadelphia after that. He's just turned in. Aaron Rodgers has turned into a spot starter mm-hmm. in the, of the ilk. You know, it's like picking up Daniel Jones, right? You could, he's at. I think he's to that point where you can't just plug him in. And you've got Joe Burrow. I'd drop him outright. I would. Yeah, that's that's. I would agree. I I don't think he's startable with the numbers he's putting in. Uh, this one's from Jason, who says Rogers or Derek Carr, who is also struggling. Yeah, it, you know, he is struggling. I'm glad you brought that up. Carr is not. Carr has not been sharp to this point. Um, it's um, and he didn't do much against Houston last week, which is weird, right? It's Houston. He's thrown multiple touchdowns of four or six games, but he hasn't been explosively good. Now Carr's got. New Orleans up anytime with as long as Marshawn Lattimore is not playing um, and his backup also Paulson and also out this that secondary has been bad. So I, I actually like Derek Carr fair amount here and I've got him about seven spots ahead of Aaron Rodgers. And speaking of Rodgers, let me just ask you this. Give me the local perspective on Rodgers. Are people just fed up with this stuff now? I mean, you know, if you guys are, are fans now at a point where 
they want they're just they just want to wash their hands of this whole thing with Rogers. They I, I, I think there's a there's a, a part of people that say, hey, you know, might as well go ahead and start Jordan Love and start that era. There's other people that say, hey, look, will you know, Gudikins get off his rear end and actually go out and get him a weapon or two uh, yeah. before the trade deadline. I mean, that's the thought, because I asked the question today. Do you think it's a good roster? I mean, we all thought the defense would be better. You add Wyatt, you add mm-hmm. uh, Quay Walker, you, you all to what was already a decent defense. You just didn't have the weaponry on the outside. We know the offensive line right. really hasn't changed. You got two good weapons apparently in the uh, in the in the running back course. So what's what's happened? And I think there's more going on behind the walls of twelve sixty five than most people are willing to admit that there's something else going on there that we just can't put our finger on. And we've seen this where teams have a good roster and it just doesn't materialize for whatever reason. And then coaches get fired. So I I don't know. I mean, can we look at it and say they lost Nathaniel Hackett, they lost Luke Getze, and those guys Mm -hmm. in conjunction with Matt LaFleur were the brain trust that came up with better game plans? Yeah, and, you know, I I look at at what the Chiefs just did. They just traded for Kadarius Toney, a first-round pick by the Giants who has been hurt a lot and he's kind of a nutcase, but – Man, that's the kind of – he has the skill set that, that, that your team could really use. Um, that's – you know, you wonder you wonder if the Packers couldn't have been in play for that. I don't know. Now, it cost him a third-round draft pick in 2023 and a sixth-rounder, a third and a sixth-rounder, and maybe that was just – the team just viewed that as being too much for Kadarius Toney. But you would like to think that was the kind of move that the Packers would have made, and instead, you know, the Chiefs got more aggressive in trying to – trying to provide playmakers for their offense when the Packers need it far more desperately than the Chiefs did. Yeah, and there's talks about Cooks out of uh, Houston. There's talk about – and now I know Chase Claypool, they've said they're not going to trade him, but I think anybody's up for grabs. Then there's Jerry Judy out in Denver. And for what they got going on, that's a train wreck of a situation right now. So possibly yeah. he could be on the blocks. I, if I'm good against, I'm going after any – because you haven't been – your third-round draft choices has sucked. Jay Sternberger's not even with the team. You got Amari right. Rogers, who can't even catch a punt. You got Oren mm-hmm. Burks, who's not even with the team. I mean, so give up a third and, and go after a few guys. And if you got to package somebody else up, do it. But uh, come on, I, I, you got You can't just let this one year of Aaron Rodgers. You only probably have one or two left. Just, just you can't just say, "Well, to hell with it. We'll get back at it next year," because you're wasting it. And that's my opinion. And, to, and this Sunday, it's about as must win a must win game as you can possibly have. If you play well but you lose, at least you have some confidence. But if you get blown out, that is the final nail in this coffin, and this season's done. That's my opinion. I think. I have, well, I think if the Vikings win against the Cardinals, and I think they will, the Cardinals are kind of a sham team, in my opinion. Um, then, yeah, I agree with you. It, it turns into a must-win game, and I, they're going. I think they're both noon starts. No, are they? No, your Packers. No, Packers play Sunday night. They're Sunday night game. So if the Vikings win. Uh, that game kicks off as a as a must win game for the Packers because I don't I don't think that I don't think they catch they catch the Vikings in the division at that point I think that's that ship sailed they'll be back by three and a half games and yeah I'm I'm with you on that you hit on something really important that listeners should key in on when you're when you're talking about the dra- the the round the draft equity you have to get up to get a player like Kadarius Tony third round pick third round pick sounds like a lot Bill but when you put names on the third round picks. For any team, you know, most of them don't pan out. And it's just, you know, it's the nature of being a third-round pick. And a lot of, you know, you know, maybe one out of three years, you get something meaningful out of your third-round pick. 
and the rest of the time you don't. So it's 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 not as bad. When you put names onto draft picks, a lot of times it doesn't it doesn't feel like as much as it does when you're talking about just like a third mm-hmm. round pick and how valuable that is and how how important that feels in late April when you're making that pick. Those guys generally don't pan out. Right. No doubt. Hey, uh, I got a couple things here. First of all, I got a question yeah. off of Twitter. Corey was first. He said, in a PPR league, would you drop Kyle Pitts and pick up either Taysom Hill or Greg Dulcich? Yeah, I'd go Taysom Hill. And I, at this point, and, you know, Taysom Hill's now, uh, you know, he's scoring on the, mostly on the ground, but he's also catching a little bit. And I think I would just go with the upside. Get this. So about Kyle Pitts. So coming off this amazing season, which he had a thousand yards as a rookie tight end, which almost never happens last year. And now just languishing, getting absolutely nothing in this passing game. But the amazing thing is in this turn back the clock, leather helmet stuff, the Falcons are throwing the ball 19 times per game since the opener. It's crazy. You know, Marcus Mariota has failed to top 147 passing yards in a month. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's ridiculous what they're doing, and, it, and the Falcons—they're being competitive with the model they've got. So I don't know that it's going to change, and maybe they don't just don't trust Marcus Mariota at all. But it's 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 astounding how little productivity they're getting out of their passing game, including Kyle Pitts. Um, I've got one Goff or Dalton coming into this weekend. That's from Nick. Yeah. Dalton's kind of, he's got some sneaky upside here. He's coming off a four touchdown game, which is not normal for him at all, but he's got a, uh, he's got a, a favorable uh, matchup. Every opposing quarterback against the Raiders has scored multiple touchdowns. Some of them are on the ground, but, and that's not Dalton's game either. Um, and there's some recent success stories against the Raiders, Davis Mills, Russell Wilson, guys that have otherwise had given you pretty meager results have lit up the box score against um, against the Raiders. So, yeah, let's try Andy Dalton here. He's my number 16 ranked quarterback this week. Uh, this was from Justin says, do I go Tannehill, Heineke or A-Rod in a standard league? I go. I got Rodgers, the highest out of those, my number 15 ranked quarterback, and we'll hope for garbage time touchdowns. <laughs> okay. That's where, Boy, that's that, that doesn't sound to. good, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, this one says uh, Damian Pierce or Gus Edwards, full PPR. You can't. You have to start Damian Pierce every every week at this point, I believe. Um, and I like Gus Edwards this week. And I, oh, wait a minute. You know what? Now I want to look at my rankings. I got Gus Edwards ranked higher. Let's drill down on this for a minute because I love Damian Pierce. Um, Touches the ball a lot, and he's turned into a, a really good, uh, really good player. But the Titans have turned into a great run defense since they got trounced in the opener. Tennessee allowing only 81 yards per game and zero scores to opposing running backs. Those are league lows since the opener, and so that's why I've gotten unusually low ranking at Damian Pierce at running back 16. Gus Edwards plays tonight. Got the two touchdowns last week, and he is. He's for sure the goal line guy if they get close. So he's so athletic and big. I love Gus Edwards. So, yeah, this is the rare time I, I've got Gus Edwards higher. So, yeah, we'll take Gus Edwards. Um, you got this one says, uh, which one would you drop? Schultz, Tanyan, or uh, Freemer? Uh, Fryermuth? Fryermuth. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to keep Fryermuth, who's been playing pretty well with all the short passing that they're doing there. Um, 
I mean, you tell, you know, I'm not that high in Tanyan. I know he's had a couple of games where he's where he's got a lot of work. Dalton Schultz gives you a ton of outside with the return of Dak Prescott. In the two games that he's played with Dak Prescott, he's had 15 targets, 12 receptions. So I, I think I'd go with the upside that Dalton Schultz brings. Um, here's the other question. I, you know, Rogers not having a great season. The other one that everybody buys into is Tom Brady. Can you, do you you drop Tom Brady at this point? Man, I can't really drop him, but I'm so glad that you brought this up because he's been so much less effective than people realize. First of all, get this, Phil, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're heading into week eight. They've scored 10 touchdowns all year. Right. He's thrown he's thrown eight touchdowns. Get this, the last 10 quarters of play, the Bucks have one touchdown. That's it. Oof. He's thrown Brady has thrown zero or one touchdown in every game but one so far this year. And again, we're heading we're heading into basically the halfway point of the season. And he's, he's right now he's right next Justin Fields in fantasy points scored. And he goes up against Baltimore tonight. They've they had a bad start to the season with a bunch of injuries in their secondary. But over the past five games, they're allowing less than one touchdown pass per game. This is a tough matchup for Tom Brady. And I can't, based on what we've seen, I can't guarantee there's a turnaround coming. And by the way, they're favored for some reason in this game, which I do not understand. That is mm-hmm. the, the wrong team is favored in this one. Uh, real quick before I let you go, uh, and I got a couple of questions. Would you start Christian McCaffrey uh, only in his second week with the 49ers. He did get a little work in last week. It wasn't, you know, wildly productive work, but he did get some work in. My assumption, they're going to use him against the Rams. Yeah, 10 touches last week. Pretty good for a guy on two days' notice, right? Now, you know, a week later, you figure if he was 10 touches last week, he's, what, 15, 17, 19 touches in this game. Jeff Wilson will still continue to get work. And there's funny, there's a bunch of recent history here. Christian McCaffrey, right before the trade, faced the Rams two weeks ago and he was Mm -hmm. with the Panthers then obviously 158 yards against that same Ram team he's going to play this week and the 49ers just are just three games removed from playing against the Rams too and their running backs at the time ran the ball uh 20 times 118 yards and a touchdown so yeah I, I like McCaffrey here he's my number 18 ranked running back this week Charge, good stuff. I know you got to run. I will uh, shoot you a note later on today as I continue to bolster my lineup. But uh, but hopefully I get to hang on at least one more week, man. <laughs> What's up? You're, hang- you're hanging out by your cuticles, my man. Yes, that, but I'm hanging on. I mean, you know, I just uh, a couple of moves I've made have been right, and thank God for Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. man. That's that's it. Yeah, that absolutely. combination. He's carrying your team. All right, we'll talk soon. Good stuff, bud. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our buddy Paul Charchi. And uh, if you want to find out more, you can find him at Paul Charchi and over on Twitter. He runs the Guillotine Leagues. And uh, the Guillotine Leagues are – and you know what? I'm – he's right. I'm I'm the lowest scoring team in the league. The lowest scoring team in the league. And when you look at where I've been and – but as far as the league goes – I'm dead nuts last, and I'm last not by a little, but by a lot on average scoring. I mean, I'm almost 50 points less than the leader, but I hang in there. Although this week, it, it the, the, the really the low-end fruit has been eliminated, and I've got an uphill battle this week, no doubt. So I really don't care. I know. We'll, we'll wait and see. 
Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. And a question from Watcher22 over on the Bud Light live stream I am going to address when we come back because I think it is uh, pertinent. I think it's pertinent. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. This weekend, I have got a couple of different events, one of them being a a soup cook-off that I am judging on Saturday. And I said, what do I need to bring? And uh, Ben, I should take you with me because it's all women, by the way. It's all women that are doing this, no men. Uh, So they said, well, if you could bring a couple of bottles of the Forgotten Fire wine with you, we'd appreciate it. Now, maybe I'm being used for the wine. I don't know. But that's the weekend, and that's what they asked for. So I'm going to bring uh, one of the Shiraz. I'm going to bring one of the Hot Mess Pinot Grigio. And I'm bringing uh, a Merlot. So I don't know what kind of soup they're going to pair this with, or they're just going to put a straw in them and get hammered. Who knows? But uh, regardless, however you like it, whatever you like it with, they say Forgotten Fire Wines. It is fun in a bottle. Just enjoy yourself. That's ForgottenFireWinery.com, ForgottenFireWinery.com, up in Peshtigo. If you stop up there and you walk in and say, heard it on the Bill Michael Show, they'll say, come on over and bring in for the private tasting with, with Jake, and you can do the free tasting and pick out what you like and then walk out of there, whatever bottles you, you're looking forward to, you can pick them up. Good stuff. Or go to your local grocery store, liquor store, wine store. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. ForgottenFireWinery.com. You bring it with you. You get invited to the all-female soup cook-off. That's how good the wine is. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. They have the opening drive contest at Quick Trip. I'm going to stop out there, as a matter of fact, next week. I'm heading out to Quick Trip for the, the Quick Trip City that they have, just to go out and look around and see how much it's expanded getting the tour and the walkthrough. I'm looking forward to that. Although it doesn't do me any good when I'm walking by the Glazers. You get that smell, and next thing you know, you're salivating like Pavlov's dog, and you can just Feel yourself just beginning to just go, oh, get me one. Uh, but I'm going to be heading out there. Uh, and you, we all know you need gas, right? Stop in a quick trip. Use your quick rewards card. Just type it in at the pump. Right there. There you go. Type it in and then fill up. When you do, you're automatically registered for the Packers opening drive contest. You know what that means? If your name is chosen, when the Packers get the ball on the opening drive, Every yard garnered is 10 bucks scored for you. And if they end up scoring on the opening drive, you get an extra 500 bucks. That's not a bad way to go, especially in today's day and age as gas prices continue to fluctuate. So I'm telling you, that's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Always doing something to help you out and working with the Packers and doing so. A proud supporter of Packers football. That is our friends at Quick Trip. And I'll give you a full report and some videos and stuff next week when I'm up there at the, the Quick Trip plant, so to speak. Uh, ben, you ever been to the Quick Trip plant? No, I have not. Oh my goodness, we got to get you up there, man. You got to get out more, dude. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah, 
I know you're heading back to to Philly and you're greasing down poles and lubing them up with adult lube and all that kind of stuff to keep people from climbing up and down them. But no poles, Bill. Yeah, you're the pole dancer. Okay, I'm in the office a lot, um, and there are not <laughs> any poles in this room to grease. No, I. Uh, you can just pretty much leave it right there. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They, they, I don't even know where to go with that. Uh, <laughs> so Watcher Twenty Two over on the Bud Light live stream says, um, "We lose this weekend. What happens? Coach firing, rebuild mode for next season. What? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. And as Paul Charchian put it, if you lose this weekend." And especially if the Vikings win this weekend, you're done. Your season's over. You're only a couple out of the wild card, but I can't imagine any game in which you're going to be favored. Um, it's going to take you nine to ten games to get in the postseason anyway, and at the way you're playing and the rate you're playing and the, the, the style you're playing, it's it's pretty much over. And you really believe that you have a good roster. Yet, it's not good. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. There's something innately wrong with what's going on behind the walls of 1265. That's a great question. Do you... I, you don't rebuild, because uh, that's not where you're going with this. But do you do you sell off for some some pieces, some draft choices? But see, it, you're you're really stuck because the only people that are going to help you are usually anyway first round draft choices, first maybe a third, fourth, something like that. You get a little bit of a surprise. Somebody plays well, but for the most part, you you, you don't get it which means you're at least a couple of years away, right? You don't have that kind of time. I, I I, personally, I can't believe that at this point in time, the Packers haven't done anything. I, that I, I find hard to believe. I thought they would have done something by now, and they haven't. Disappointing? Eh, a little bit. Unexpected for the situation you're in, sure. Uh, but then, like I said, you have to ask yourself, do you believe that this is a good roster? And for the most part, everybody believes it's a good roster. I don't think that Ben, do you believe it's a good roster? Take out the t now. You got to take out the wide receiver position because we would all answer no there. But do you believe it's a good roster? I think it is a good roster. I think it's a drastically underperforming roster at there key spots. Go. But I think they're good. Yeah, I, I would. I'm right there with you. I agree. One hundred percent. I think it's a drastically underperforming roster. Now the question is why. I think offensive line kind of is the perfect encapsulation of what's gone on. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like they have talent in the room. We thought it was good. It seems like it should be good, but it's not. It's the whole yeah. team. Right. Completely agree. Talent in the room, underperforming. Now the question is why? I just, that's a, I, I can't put my finger on it. I can't figure it out. If I could, I'd be the head coach. 877-867-1670. Uh, Greg says games are won in the trenches, so no. So you don't believe it's a good roster? I think Kenny Clark, he's already proven he's an all-pro. Jerron Reed's been solid. The rotation, they're finally getting Devontae Wyatt in there a little bit more. Um, They have not been good at stuffing the run, but that's probably been more so of not just the guys up front, but also you look at a guy like Quay Walker, and Devontae Campbell has not been effective. If you go back and watch some of the videos, kind of been paying attention to uh, to Devontae, uh, to Quay Walker uh, and some of the things that, you know, that that hurts. You know, Wyatt, obviously, being down now. Um, the offensive line has been atrocious. So I that I would agree with. I mean, just atrocious. It's a bad offensive line. And it's not bad in the sense of you're, you don't have any talent. It's bad for whatever's going on, coaching, what have you. I mean, it was just we were praising Stenovich for the job that he has done because it was like whoever they put in, this guy was prepared. This guy knew what was going on. And this offensive line didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat until you brought the starters back last year in the final game against San Francisco. And all of a sudden they got their ass kicked. And maybe it's just a matter of you got to put guys in their, in their position and solidify the positions, get them comfortable with one another and then things begin to to get better, but yeah, you know, you really don't have any tomorrow to this. But I believe it's a pretty good roster. Yeah. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. But that's the question. If you believe it's a good ro- roster, then you have to go and say, you know what, it's coaching. Because this team's re- this is as healthy as this team's been in a long time at this point portion of the season, right? What were you going to say, Ben? Uh, you wonder what would be different if they rostered a real fullback. Oh, my God. I don't think anything. Come on, I think, think about I, it. I, I think the fullback is an obsolete position at this point. <laughs> they go to eye formation more, get the boys running downhill, run the football, yeah. play action. Well, that was, that was all over good morning football this morning with the Packers and the play calling and constantly being – in shotgun, you're basically telling your line you don't have to block as long. You're not getting your your you got to run ten yards to pick up five if you're a running back. All of that kind of stuff. I I've been preaching that for a while. I think it's garbage that that's all they run out of. I think I, I get it. You're trying to protect your quarterback, but I, you're you're handicapping your offense along the way. What what good is it? You know, <laughs> what's it gotten you? You got three wins on the season. And you look like you're sucking swamp water at this point. I That I agree with with a lot of people. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. They were here yesterday at the house. Picked up the bikes. It was a sad day. The motorcycles had to clean them out. And right after the show, they came, picked them up, and I waved goodbye until next season. 
So even though it's going to be a nicer weekend this weekend, not going to get a chance to really ride. And I thought, this is it. We're going into November. Um, yeah, it's time. So they came and picked the bikes up. They're going to store them, winterize them, put the chargers on them. So it's, it's that time of year, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. However, if you're looking for a new or a used bike, boy, their, their showroom is teeming with bikes at this point. And I just saw they got a lot of winter motor clothes in as well uh, over on their Facebook page. So they got a ton of that stuff. So I'm telling you, that's the place to go, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, just south of 94, between Milwaukee and Madison. The best dealership by far. Stop in and check everything that they have out. And that giant clearance room is amazing. That Giants clearance room, that's where you would go for uh, maybe the Harley lover in your life for Christmas gifts and such. So start thinking about that, too. Check out uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Nothing but faith in nothing. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Four Seasons Island Resort, Barb and the Gang, uh, they got a lot coming up. They have the uh, the Halloween party coming up this weekend. They have got a wine dinner. They have got uh, some cool weekends that are coming up as well. There's always something going on. You can follow the Four Seasons Wisconsin over on Facebook. But if you want a deal and you want, you, you know, because maybe you want to get away this weekend. Packers don't play till late on Sunday, so you still got time to get back home, throw your bags, you know, in the room, go down and watch the Packers game. Head up there this weekend. They got a, a Halloween party going on, but give them a, give them a shout. Uh, the Four Seasons Wisconsin dot com. That's the Four Seasons Wisconsin dot com. Get a hold of our girl Barb over there. B A R B Barb at the Four Seasons Wisconsin dot com. And all you gotta do is say, "Hey, I heard it on the Bill Michael Show," and they give you an automatic fifteen percent off. And uh, some other deals going on right now. Or you can call. You can call them directly if you want to do that. 715-324-5800. 715-324-5800. But it's a great place. Very historic. It's on the island up there. And once the snow starts flying, then the uh, snowmobile trails are going to open up. So start making your uh, making your reservations for that right now as well. Again, B-A-R-B, Barb at V4SeasonsWisconsin.com. Or call them 715 324 5,800, 715-324-5,800. That's at the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's, ben, we've got, it's time to do some picks here, isn't it? We've got we've to give our picks against the spread, right? Yes, uh, I will say so a little bit reluctantly because okay. you're the only one with the winning record. You are 11 and 10 uh-huh. somehow, Mr. Uh, road favorite. I am 8, 12 and 1, but we're battling. I climbed up, climbed up on top of that right there. Yeah. You want to lead it off? A lot of uh, a lot of interesting home game models here, but I I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh start off with tonight's game. I'm picking the Ravens on the road. To get the win tonight, Tom Brady and company, while they want to bounce back, and the Ravens' defense has certainly faltered in the second half of ball games, much like the Green Bay Packers, I think the Ravens get the win. The, the Buccaneers look like they're circling the bowl. And did you hear that uh, apparently Giselle gave Tom some kind of uh, ultimatum? Allegedly. To save the marriage? Yeah. Allegedly. And I think the ultimatum was, uh, Tom, you either come home or find your crap out on the lawn. One of the two. 
And Tom's got to be thinking about that because as somebody who has come home and found their crap out on the lawn, you 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 maul that over. So yeah, you gotta you know I'm going with the, I'm going with the, the Ravens and especially with all the scrutiny right now on uh, Lamar Jackson and all the pressure he's under and such to get himself straight and play better and get his contract in order. So uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens on the road to win this one against the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers, much like the Packers, go to three and five Oof. on the season. What does Corso say? Good pick. Good pick. And waves Good the, pick. Waves he's the got pencil. That, he's got that, yeah, he's got that pencil with his thumb on the end of it. Like, you can snap it at any point. <laughs> by the way, I, you know, and I'm not picking on, on the elderly by any stretch, but, but as much as I love Lee Corso in the days of putting on the head and all that, can, can we be done with Lee Corso? It's getting to the point where he doesn't even speak very well anymore. I'm going to disagree with that take. I'm uh, no, I, hang I, on. no I, I'm sorry. As much as I love Lee Corso, it's time. You don't ever want to get to the point where people go, I'll oh, just stop already. You're, you're, you know, and you're getting to that point. I got you. McAfee's okay. kind of taken over some of the pick segments, but I, I still yeah. want to see the Corso. They're trying to morph him into it because he's young, and Lee Corso could at any point in time put one of those heads on him, fall backwards, and that's the end of it. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'm going to stick with my guy Corso. Okay. I am going to lead it off an interesting home game model. The Jaguars are in London and they play in London like every season because the, mm-hmm. none of their home fans ever come to the games. Right. They're playing the Broncos. Talked about it last night. Mr. Russell Wilson was stretching during the plane, doing the high knees up and down the aisle. I think that is some international crime that messes with the pilots and their flight patterns. So uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars minus two and a half. They're finding ways to lose, but I think they're good. And I don't know. Uh, Russell Wilson is an interesting topic these days. Okay. Jacksonville, two and a half. You're going with that. Um, I kind of went through these, and I, I really I struggle with this, but I'm going to do this just because. I'm going to go with the Packers to cover the 11 and a half point spread. I'm picking the Packers to cover but to lose. Packers, give me a, give me the Packers an 11 and a half. I might hate myself in the morning uh, on Monday after this, but I'm going to go with the Packers and the 11 and a half because this is it for the Packers. If they don't come close to winning this game or win this game, it's done. This season is now on the shelf, and this whole thing about, well, technically it is shut up. It, it, they look terrible. And if they don't man up, if their offense doesn't play better, if their offensive line doesn't give a crap, then it's over, done, put it to bed, hit the nail in the coffin, and then heads are going to start to roll. But I'm going to go with the Packers to uh, to play a little bit better. Oh, moral, so I'm going to take the Packers in the 11 and a half. Moral victory, Michaels. guess that's what uh, we're doing. Well, I'm just going to keep the lead <laughs> in the picks, but yeah, let's do that. I got let's you. call what, it that. What I should do is start taking the opposite, but I'm not going to do it. I'm taking my Lions on the road or at home against Miami, excuse me, plus three and a half. Home dogs with more than a field goal. I'll eat that up. As I mentioned, uh, the live match play finals is in Miami this weekend. So I'm fading everything that has to do with that city. Taking the Lions. Taking the Lions. Got it. Okay. That means I've got to take something other than that because that's what I was going to take. Oh, you could. Uh, I, I don't understand how, I mean, since 2001. The Jets have not played the New England Patriots with a lead in the division since 2001. 
This Sunday, they do it. The Jets, 5-2, and two are at home. Where they're only 1-2, and two, by the way. And they take on the New England Patriots, who are 3-4. and four. New England giving 2.5 in this thing. And a little bit of a quarterback controversy. I'm taking the Jets against the Patriots to cover the 2.5. All right, I will close it out. I'm taking the Niners. They're in L.A. Shani destroys McVay. They're going to use Christian McCaffrey in very cool ways that all the all the nerds on Twitter are going to love. You know, post the film clips. He's doing this. He's playing wide receiver. I don't know. I like the Niners. They're going to beat the Rams. The Rams are, right. are, are kind of dead. All right, gotcha. You're, you're going in that direction. I like it. I like it. So uh, is there anything you want to, because right now, how? what is your record right now? Eight, twelve, and one. I am two and a half games back, like the Brewers were. Eight, twelve, and one right now, and I am eleven and ten. Yes. Okay. Not as bad as our college picks, Zach and my. Uh, we are tied right now at nineteen and twenty-five, both, and that's after uh, really exceptional weeks last week. We Oof. are. We're stinking it. Yeah, I, I know the college picks were not doing well. That I get, but. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to hang on to that lead then. I think the best I can. Now, I just need to I, – I really believe in tonight's pick. I feel good about it. And I need the Packers to at least cover the 11 and a half, and I'll be okay. I'll be good with that. There we go. Okay. Feeling good about it. All right. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Mike Clemens, you're going to hear from. Coming up, we got another hour yet to go. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers held practice getting ready to face the Bills. In six tries, the Green Bay Packers have never won a game in Buffalo. On Tuesday, a frustrated Aaron Rodgers made this comment about some unnamed underperforming teammates on the McAfee Show. If we have 50 plays and we have 10 mental misassignments or mental errors, that's 20% of the time. 20%, that's too high. So... We got to fix that. And whatever that is, I think, you know, guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. I asked defensive back Rasul Douglas for his reaction to what Rodgers said. I mean, isn't that how it works? If we're being honest, right, that's how it works. This is a production-based business. People who make the most plays should play the most, right? So I don't disagree with nothing he said. I mean, he's been around for a long time. He understands the game at a high level. Probably no one else in the locker room, probably besides Big Dog, understands that. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we all want the best players on the field. Packers wide receiver Sammy Watkins says he understands what Rodgers was saying. This is a business, and um, if you're not performing or executing or doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, then uh, I'm with Aaron. If I'm not playing well and I'm freaking up and busting plays, get me out of the game because that's not helping the, the team. And, um, I think that's uh, a wake-up call to everybody, wake-up call to myself. You know, I feel like everybody's on the hot seat right now, even myself. I got to go out there and, and make plays as much as plays I can and do anything to, to get a dub, whether that's run blocking, catching balls, deep, short, whatever it is. We have to do it as a collective group. I think this is a game to do it. That's wide receiver Sammy Watkins. From Lambeau Field, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 
Uh, they have got some stuff uh, coming up. As a matter of fact, to, uh, Saturday, Saturday at the corners uh, of Brookfield, uh, from 3 to 5, you got Trick or Treat and their scratch-off cards up to 35% off installation. So if you go in, they can, you can get up to 35% off installation. That's Saturday at the corners of Brookfield from 3 to 5. You want to bring the kids by, do some trick-or-treating. Parents, if you're looking at windows or doors and you want to get some additional money off, uh, all you got to do is uh, do the scratches right there and see if uh, maybe that happens for you. But uh, kids, coming up this uh, Saturday, 3 to 5, trick-or-treat at uh, the corners of Brookfield. And that's where you can uh, stop by. You can also uh, check out Pella this Thursday today at the corners for booze and ghouls as well. I don't know specifically what that means, but booze and ghouls. So if you're heading, uh, you're driving around, you're within the sound of my voice, you want to stop in over at the uh, corners of Brookfield, which, by the way, they've got the big showroom right down the street behind the giant car wash there on Blue Mountain Road. You can stop in there, tell them you heard about it. Uh, but also, for all the information, call them 855 855- Pella W I. That's eight five five Pella P E L L A eight five five Pella W I. That's eight five five Pella W I. Or go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And don't forget, take the kids over to the corners on uh, Saturday, three to five, and do some trick or treating and possibly get yourself thirty five percent off of installation. Not a bad way to go. That's from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Coming up after the top of the hour. I'm going to get it back into some of the discussion regarding the uh, the roster for the Green Bay Packers. So we'll we'll get into that discussion. Uh, also, Matt Lafleur spoke today as uh, they continue to get ready for the game upcoming on Sunday night. So we're going to hear from Matt Lafleur. It's relatively short. It's not a long press or anything like that. Only about five minutes worth. So we're going to hear from him as well. That's coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, this is from uh, Kyle. Kyle says uh, the Packers have a really good roster and subpar coaching. I think sometimes three heads are better than one, and they have proven that by losing Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze. All three of those guys made a really good head coach. Matt LaFleur can't do it by himself. He clearly is overwhelmed. David says when Matt LaFleur said that he did not know what to do as the head coach to fix things, uh, I became less and less enchanted with the head coach who has had some success. Is it him or is it the guys around him, or is it the players, or the combination of all? But this team looks bad. That's from David. David, appreciate the email. That's why I said, look, um, I'm not moral victory guy. You know, to a certain extent, if 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 the Packers play really, really well and get beat. Okay, you know, whatever. That's fine. I can live with that, and that means at least then you've got a, a, a microcosm of hope. But if they get drilled in this game, man, over. Over. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Aaron says, "How do you think Ron Wolf would have handled this team?" Ron Wolf has always said, "If you believe you're a player or two away, you make a deal. And if we believe it's a good roster, you're probably a player or two away. You make a deal, right?" 
Think about that. Got some more to get to when we come back. Stay tuned. Bill Michael Show. Being brought to you by our friends at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. Go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. See what he has to offer, man. I just saw some other stuff that he had just posted over on the Facebook fan page. Some office furniture. Fantastic. Dwayne's, D-O-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.